Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, the host with the most Phil Better, and today I am with the badass health coach, Kendra Perry. Kendra, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. I just helped a friend uh, put together a very expensive wardrobe, which exhausted me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Manual labor today. I'm very happy. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, and then I got to come and interview you and uh, get to know more about you and your business and the craziness that you've been through. So I'm very excited. Kendra, do you mind just introducing yourself to the audience since I already know a bit about you. They know nothing about you. All right. Well, my name is Kendra Perry, and I'm an online business mentor, uh, primarily for health and wellness coaches. And the reason why I love helping health coaches is because I used to be one. And I got started in 2014 as a health coach, uh, mostly because I was having some pretty extreme health issues of my own. And it kind of seemed like a way to kill two birds with one stone, right? Um, I needed a new career and I needed my health back. So I pursued health coaching and did that for five years, grew that business to multiple six figures, Um, loved it until I kind of started burning out in 2018. I was dealing with, um, I was in a really crazy like health crash of my own and I was having severe obsessing over my client's health and I just was like oh my god this is too much need a break so I transitioned to business coaching and then I hired my own health coach so I didn't have to think about my own health anymore and now that's what I do that's awesome so when you were doing that transition from uh your Mm -hmm. previous career to your new career as a, a health coach was there anything else going on that you wanted the reason why you jumped into specifically health or was it just doing that like 80 20 principle where like hey i can kill two birds with one stone was there anything else out there or was it something that just popped up um so sorry the transition from health coaching to business coaching yeah um so there was a few things going on um when i started my business in 2014 i ended up working for the health coaching certification program that i got certified through i was a star student they asked me to be a course mentor And then eventually I transitioned into a role where I built out their graduate membership program. And through that program, I actually ended up delivering a lot of the business trainings because I was sort of actively building my business at the time. And so I was doing that and I was feeling really fired up about that. And then I had some people from that community reach out to me and ask me for business consulting. So I was sort of already business consulting a bit on the side. And about three years into my business, I, when my business really started taking off, I ended up leaving that position and then realizing that I really miss the coaches. And I was like, oh man, I really miss like doing these business trainings and that sort of thing. And so when I really started to burn out with my health, it just kind of felt like a natural transition. I was like, I'm already doing this. I'm already talking about this with people kind of behind the scenes. And I already had a lot of coaches following me because of my involvement with that uh, functional health community. So it just kind of felt like a natural transition and it was a natural transition. I didn't really see a dip in income. I just kind of like transitioned over and started rolling forward. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. And <laughs> with the COVID, cause I started this podcast directly as COVID where like the first year of COVID was ending. Um, and I, I did it because I wanted to learn how to be an entrepreneur specifically mm-hmm. in the digital field. Did you see any 
increase any weirdness happen around when like the March when COVID was officially announced in North America? Did you see anything happen there, like a larger increase of or influx of people? Well, I actually, I didn't notice a whole lot of difference other than like, I was supposed to run a live event in Colorado, my first live event ever on the 22nd of March, which was like right after. And it was super stressful because my co-host, I didn't want to do this stupid live event. Like I'm not really an <laughs> organizing live event type of person, um, but I was doing it through this mastermind program that I was running and my co-host was in Europe. So they had grounded flights from Europe. And I was like, I'm going to have to do this alone. I don't even want to do this. Like, <laughs> so I was actually like, shut down the border, shut down the border. Cause I'm in Canada. So I was like, shut down the border. And they did. And little did I know that I, that was going to last for as long as it did. And then I was like, Oh fuck, they shut down the border. Like what's going on here? So I ended up not running that live event, but um, I noticed, like, I think the biggest thing I noticed was just like the attitude. Like, I mean, it was such a weird time. You know, like no one knew what was going on. And I felt like there was this um, a bit of shaming happening on the Internet. Like, what do you mean these online business owners are promoting their business? This is a pandemic. Like how horrible. And so it was kind of like I felt like the first time I really saw this like polarization on social media, which we have seen again since, <laughs> multiple, multiple times, times yes. you know, but I remember just being like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. So, um, I thought I would see a dip in revenue, but I wasn't really going through an active launch. I wasn't even at that point enrolling anyone because I had this mastermind program running. But what I will say is running that master uh, mastermind program through COVID when you're supposed to have live events was a shit show. And I was just like, I can't believe I survived it. Like it was so much of like, oh my God, like what's going on? Like they have our deposit, but now we can't go. And now we got to get out this contract and we need to make the students happy. And how do we make them happy? And like, it was just like, I'm sure as it was for many people, like this weird juggling act of like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was definitely a what the fuck from the people I've talked to who either started during COVID or who have like yourself done it beforehand and then had to deal with the, the fact COVID was there. It's everybody's had like some mishap story about it. That's why I like asking. Cause I want to know like, Hey, did you survive the transition or was the trend like COVID the reason why you, you transitioned into uh, the digital field? Um, have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, no, but I think I was always meant to be one. I really do believe that. Um, you know, I grew up in, I was in high school and like, And entrepreneur wasn't good as an option. It wasn't even something that anyone talked about. But I do remember like hating the Monday to Friday, nine to five. I it was exhausting. It was draining. I hated it. And then I was supposed to find a career where I was just go off and do the same thing for the rest of my life. And I just couldn't land on a career. I was like, I don't like this. Like this sucks. But I didn't really know what the option was. And I tried to go to university for outdoor adventure, which isn't even really a career. It's just like a fun thing. But the university that I wanted to go to uh, scrapped the program and pushed it into a college. And in Canada, we have like university, which is like academic, then college, which is more like trades. And at the time, like college was for dummies. We're like, that's what stupid people do. So I could not go to college. I had to go to university. So I ended up going, I think I went in for kinesiology and then I was in political science and then I was environmental science and then I was in geography. Like I was just, I was not supposed to be there. I had a lot of fun. I partied. Yeah, never went to class. What university in Canada is, it's just partying yeah. with classes. Yeah. I'm in Montreal, so I know oh, all about are. that. You know all about, I actually grew up um, just outside Ottawa. Oh, 
or from the same area of the planet. I used to ski in Quebec um, nice. near Montreal and stuff like that. I think Le Relais, but my accent is terrible now. So <laughs> it's right. I, 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 I actually <laughs> uh, grew up, uh, I, I spent some time in Orleans uh, when oh, okay. I was younger. So yeah. And my uh, aunts and uncles are in Canada. So. Oh yeah. Canada is where I lived until I was six. Oh. Moved out to the boonies. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, 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 funny. Small world. Um, now, speaking as a Canadian, do you see that you're getting a lot of international clients for your business or do you see it mostly in the, the North American area? So most of my people are American. I would say probably about 70% of my people are American. Now, I do intentionally like run paid advertising to Americans, um, just kind of like the bigger market. But I actually do get probably more Europeans than I do uh, Canadians. So mostly like um, kind of what is it? Western Europe, like UK, the yeah. English speaking kind of side of Europe. So I do get probably like, I would say 20% European. And then my Canadian people are just like that 10%. Okay. That's, that's mm-hmm. cool. Speaking of paid ads, like how did you start rolling up into the paid ads? Cause I know a lot of entrepreneurs when they're starting, they do the free marketing by going into the Facebook mm-hmm. groups and doing that. And then they they have trouble with the paid ads like how how did you find going into the paid ads like what was your strategy going into it so i've had like a long kind of on and off like up and down relationship with ads and i actually first got into them pretty early on in my health coaching business i actually think maybe 2016 or maybe even 2015 i started running facebook ads and i was just running lead ads i didn't really know what i was doing but Back then, it was they were a bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was less competition. Um, there wasn't as much confusion. Like they were just a bit easier to run. So I'd run lead ads, but I think where I really was missing the mark was I didn't really have a good follow up. Right? I was just like get these people onto my list, and that's sweet. But I didn't have like a good email nurture sequence or really a way to kind of bring them in. So I was really kind of on and off with my ads. And then when I transitioned over to business coaching, I went fully organic and I didn't run any ads. And that worked has generally worked really well for me. This side of my business has been built probably 95% purely organic. But I feel like once you want to start scaling, it's really when you need a more like predictable source of traffic. So it's only really been in the past year that I've really started investing in paid ads and excuse me, I don't run them myself. I have an ads manager because at this point with all the iOS updates, yeah. it's kind of a shit show. Um, but I still think like they're really relevant, especially Facebook ads. I mean, it's definitely, it's a really unique experience. Like when you're seeing a YouTube ad, you know, you're seeing an ad and you just yeah. hit that skip ad button and move on. Whereas I think with Facebook and Instagram ads, the ad very much blends into the feed and can look very organic. And so I think that experience makes those type of ads really unique. Now, I don't remember what your original question was. I'm like off on a tangent now. But no, no, it's, it's like, like it, it, you answered it. It was like, how did mm-hmm. you find like starting? Did you use organic first or paid ads? And you were like, for your first business, you did use the paid ad with relative success. And then you you go, you went back to organic, which is pretty much what some people have said. Mm-hmm. Like either they start organic and then go into paid ads or it's the, like you they start with paid get frustrated and they're like we're just going to do organic um yeah is there like you did mention uh you missed that coaching when you were uh building your your first business uh, and you were helping out those people is there something specific about the coaching world that you like 
You know, I just love like the business and the tech and the strategy. Like I, what I really realized I love, like I did, I am passionate about health. I'm still passionate about it and I do love it, but I just, I love that whole strategy numbers, data sort of side of building the business and just kind of the excitement of when something works, you know, you work on for something for so long and then it actually, the funnel starts working and the results start coming in. I just, you know, I get off on that. So I think that's what I really love about it. Speaking of, fun- of funnels, like how long did it take you to realize that you needed a sales funnel in your business? Because I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, like they, they start, they just have their simple website and they're like, why isn't it not converting? And then they hear about the sales funnel and the, the lead generating funnels. Like how long did it take you to figure out that a funnel was more important? You know, I think I learned it in um, right when I started learning about Facebook ads. It was the first coach that I ever invested in. Now, this would have been a long time ago. I think this must have been, again, like 2015. And um, his name's Amir Rosick. I don't even know if he still does business coaching. I kind of feel like he talks about Bitcoin crypto now, but I'm not 100% sure. But he was had this membership and he really pushed us to do Facebook ads into kind of like a lead generation funnel. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of my first step into that. And, um, you know, I was doing one-on-one coaching primarily for the majority of my health coaching business. And I think when I really realized I needed this like sales page and funnel was when I wanted to launch an online course. And that's when I really started diving into, okay, I need this sales page and I need this like onboarding sort of thing. And I need a launch and I need a webinar and all of that stuff. And I think that would probably have been around 2016. Do you still run uh, webinars or are you completely off the webinars and that? Yeah, I still run webinars. I think webinars still work. I mean, I use them right now. I actually do have an automated webinar funnel that I'm using, but that I think I started just at the start of this year up until then I've been doing mostly like live launching with webinars, which I found actually works quite well for me. And it's interesting because this past February, I actually was like, okay, I want to like increase sales. I'm going to do a bigger event. So I ran a five day free challenge uh, and it was crazy. And the engagement was crazy. And I worked like 10 hour days and it didn't actually increase our conversions, which I thought was really interesting. So normally I launch and I take naps and I go to the beach and I go skiing and this launch, I just worked all day. And so I'm like, I think I'll go back to the chill style of launch. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds a little more easier to handle, you know, get yeah. those naps in between and chilling at the beach. I'm a little jealous that you get to chill at the beach. Um, I do chill at the beach, not in winter, but in the summer. No, yeah, yeah, no. Winter, you're, you're a different level of Canadian. If you do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, before we jumped into the call, you didn't mention you had a podcast. Mm-hmm. And as someone who loves podcasts, and I produce podcasts and that I just love hearing about podcasts. Why don't we talk a bit about your show? Sure. Yeah, so my podcast is called the wealthy coach podcast. And I help health coaches and we talk about business tech strategy mindset, sometimes some like spiritual weird ass woo woo shit, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that too sometimes. And it's actually my third podcast. Um, I had my first podcast was actually, it was called the 360 Health Biz Podcast. And I started it with a friend right when I was kind of making that transition. I actually did it a little bit before that transition. It was like the first thing that I kind of did that I was like, oh, I'm going to kind of dive into this business space. And we did that one to about a hundred episodes, but just the business partnership didn't work out and we decided to split. So we kind of ended the podcast. And then I also had a health podcast, which I don't think I did many episodes for. I think maybe I got to 40 or 50 and then that transition happened. Mm -hmm. And so then I 
and I think we have 150 episodes, so it's relatively new, but I love it. I also love podcasting. It's super fun. Audio is just a super fun way to share content with people, and I'm also like an avid podcast listener. Like, if you give me a video, I will not watch it, but if you give me a podcast, I will definitely listen. <laughs> no, it's it, and it's true. Podcasts are just great because it's a ma- masterclass in your ears and whenever you want. Um, mm-hmm. Do you use your podcast to help drive sales or leads or anything like that? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So I don't do sponsors or anything like that for my podcast. I just promote my primary program, which is Health Coach Accelerator. And I find it, you know, I think like with content, it's important to have like at least one piece of like macro content, that like bigger piece of content that you put out every single week. And then from it, you can repurpose and pull quotes from and like do all that stuff with kind of like the micro content. So it is my primary um, form of macro content. And we, I do get a lot of my students do come from the podcast and they just have that really unique experience of like, kind of, I think it's very intimate, you know, you're in their (laughs) eardrums, they're like on their walk, they're on their drive, they're cooking dinner, whatever. And I just think it's a really great way to generate leads and sales. Absolutely. I I love it because I use my podcast the same way. It's Mm -hmm. it's, you show the power of it when you have a guest on who's never had a podcast, never been on a podcast. They see how powerful it is. And the feedback you get is great too, from your audience too, and building that audience as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And also using it as a lead gen. That's like, like you said, like most podcasters don't know that they don't need sponsorships. They can have their own product or service that they can offer and that can monetize it even quicker. So I love this. I'm going to definitely clip that part that we you just said about how you use it as a macro macro and then for the micro as well. I'm going to clip that and share it to all my social medias. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. So the health, like you, you, you study like different things in university, which was like me never yeah. finding the right one. That's like, yeah. what are we clipping to? Um, you went into health and you mentioned that, it was you're killing two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. D- did you find it difficult to jump into the health world, like start your own health business and start getting people in? Yeah, I mean, I came from a background in forestry, so just barely could essentially open my computer and turn <laughs> it on, and that's it. And it wasn't really, I never thought I would start an online business. It just, it was interesting because at the time when I believe I was in my late twenties, I was working in forestry, which, you know, I was planting trees. I was fighting forest fires. I was designing the cut blocks for logging operations, just kind of all of those things. And the reason I liked that career is because it was seasonal. I just worked from essentially May to September or October. And then I had winters off to ski. So I'm a big skier. And the, year that I moved to the town that I live in now in British Columbia, this tiny little mountain town, I, I came here to ski and I actually got stopped off at the bottom of the ski at the ski lift. This guy came up to me and he said, Hey, you're a really good skier. Do you want to be in photos and movies? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? You know, I've been a skier my whole life. I used to compete and I always kind of wanted maybe a career in skiing and didn't really know how to go about it. So I kind of thought, okay, I can get paid to ski and live this really glamorous lifestyle and travel the world. And this will be amazing. But at the end of the winter, I actually blew out my ACL after jumping off a cliff, which is not a great injury for a skier. Yeah, it was not great. And it was interesting because that injury ended up being the trigger for the health issues that I ended up having. I think I had a lot of 
underlying imbalances going on in my body for a really long time. But the surgery I had and just like the, the depression I went through, cause I couldn't work. I couldn't ski. My whole identity was tied up into being a skier. So I had this identity crisis and what it did was I think trigger a bunch of stuff that was going on in my body. So I ended up having this huge health crash that ended up being eight years of horrible health issues that I took me a really long time to figure out. But it was also the trigger to start my business because I didn't know what to do with myself because I couldn't work. So I started a health blog initially and then learned about health coaching and was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. So it was interesting because I did it almost out of necessity because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know how to live in this small town um, with the skills that I had and not be in forestry. I didn't want to move to a city, not a city girl. And so it, I was kind of in the situation where I'm like, well, I'll just make this work because I have to, because I don't have a backup plan. So I'll just make this work. So that but also like I never didn't think I would succeed. I was like, I'll just figure this out. I'll just, I'll just figure it out. And so anytime I had setbacks, I just was like, whatever, I'll just keep going and I'll just figure it out. I love that. It's, it's, that's the true definition of an entrepreneur. Just let's go with it. We'll figure it out as we go. And if we need yeah. to find someone, we'll find someone to do it. Um, mm -hmm. It's just, it's great. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to come up with questions uh, for you, but I'm looking here uh, at your little bio that you provided hair tissue, mineral analysis. First time I've ever read all those words together. Um, and you're a world's top expert in it. I am. <laughs> Is there anything else under your hat that you you have expertise in that we don't know of? Oh man. Well, this is a funny one because I, it's not something I actually actively promote. It kind of just sells itself. It's a very interesting thing. So this was also, this is a huge part of my health journey. Um, you know, when I got into health coaching, I, I went into functional health coaching. So I was trained in running labs um, because whatever I had going on with me was deep. I was eating really well, living the perfect lifestyle, but I had all these issues. So I was really drawn to the lab testing. So I wanted answers. And, you know, I got a lot out of the training certification that I did, but I had this lingering fatigue. I was just tired all the time, like very chronic, deep fatigue, like I could barely get out of bed. I'd often be working from my laptop, like from the couch or like from my bed. And I ended up stumbling upon this test. Um, and essentially what it does is it test the mineral content of the hair and minerals do not deposit randomly into the hair. They actually deposit in very specific patterns that tell you like a fuck ton about the body. Um, they also tell you about like metal toxicity. And so I got turned onto this test, ran it on myself, learned I had just full of metals from, you know, planting trees with glyphosate and mercury and breathing in smoke from fighting fires, which is just full of chemicals and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And so I was really toxic for a lot of reasons. And so after I sort of learned how to balance my minerals and detox my body, that's really what gave me my energy back. And this test is very obscure. It took me a really long time to learn it because there was barely any training on it at all. And um, so I just kind of, I hired some like experts and I just consumed everything. I spent hours on PubMed, just going through articles and eventually taught it to myself and just had people saying, Hey, I'd love to learn this. Like, will you make a course? And so I did. And it, was my first launch and it, I think I did 35,000 and I was like, whoa, <laughs> I 
<laughs> like, holy shit. So it's, you know, I, because it's so hyper niched, like there's almost, there's very few people who have put out courses on it in the world. And because of that, I've just sort of carved my little niche. We rank, you know, number one on the first page of Google for this stuff. And that's pretty much how we get people and probably brings in like, you know, 300,000 a year without me doing any marketing. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's it's mind blowing. It's insane. But it, but it also, it, 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 it shows how powerful it is when you niche down to the smallest level. Like yeah. you become the big fish, you become number one on Google, you become number one in everywhere and you just continue with that expertise. And like you said, it's a passive income that comes into it yeah. because you're not doing anything. You're just letting it work itself. Totally, totally. And I, you know, maybe at some point I'll put some more effort into it, but I'm really focused on like the business coaching side of things. Like that's really where my passion is, but I love this course and people love it. And I just have coaches who work in it for me and it's, it's pretty amazing, but I think you're right. Like it is a testament, like people get really afraid about niching and they're like, well, mm -hmm. what if I reduce, I'm going to like reduce clientele. I'm going to have a smaller client pool. Like this isn't good, but like it just like that is so hyper niched. It's ridiculous. And I don't have to do anything. No. <laughs> and so, it, and it's, it, like you said, it's bringing in six, six plus figures a mm -hmm. year for you. So like, like, why would you need to, like, if that doesn't show that niching down works, I don't know what will. I know. I use it as an example all the time with my students and they're still like so resistant, you know, they're just like, no, I want to help everyone. And I'm like, you can't. <laughs> Who cares about everybody? Find the one person you can help. That's yeah, the main thing. Exactly. And, that's, and it's the same thing with podcasts I find as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I help a lot of podcasters and they all want to be like, oh, I want to talk about everything. And it's like, no, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you can I talk want to talk about, about food, fitness, and I want to talk about leadership, and I want to help young girls with acne. And you're just like, you can't do that. <laughs> have five podcasts. There, yeah. have five podcasts, each one on those topics. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, you need to be able to niche down to the smallest level. Um, Kendra, we are coming to the end. Um, I agree. I, I'm, I'm so sad because I'm having such a fun mm -hmm. time talking and learning all about, I never knew the <laughs> hair tissue mineral analysis was something I'm going to go check it out and see if I have to run that test on me because I, I am. You should chronic. definitely run the test. It's super cheap test. It's really affordable. You should go do it. You should work with one of my practitioners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to search, I'm just going to search Canada and that the hair tissue mineral analysis and yours first one's going to pop up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jump off screen here. I'm going to give you a chance to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can follow and support you. And if, if there's coaches listening, how they can work with you specifically if they're in the uh, health, uh, health and fitness world. So the floor is yours. Yeah. So the best way to connect with me is on my Instagram account. I'm very active. I'm hanging out on Instagram all day and I do answer all my DMS. My handle is at Kendra Perry Inc. That's Kendra Perry INC. I answer all my DMS. So if you've got questions, you want to chat, hit me up. Uh, my podcast, the Wealthy Coach Podcast, if you want mindset, strategy, tools, tech, um, and some weird woo-woo shit, that's where we talk about that. And my website is KendraPerry.net. Excellent. Kendra, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. It's been a pleasure talking with another amazing Canadian uh, superstar. It's, it's... I didn't even know you were Canadian. I like usually like to celebrate because everyone I talk to all day is American. <laughs> <laughs> it, last name that throws everybody off because that's not the actual last name i'll tell you off air um yeah. actually, this is my stage name um oh. but yeah <laughs> i'm one of those the stage i love name. it i love it 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank again, Kendra, for being an awesome guest. If you're looking to connect with her, of course, the show notes will have everything down below so that you can go ahead and check out her website, her Instagram, and all the other handles that she has, and her uh, course on hair tissue mineral analysis, if you're interested in learning about that. Uh, but I want to thank you all very much for listening in, and remember to always invest in yourself. <laughs>